Hello, and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please share it with all your friends. Today's episode, Sports Takes with Trey Blossman and myself, brought to you by MeatAndPotatoesUSA.com. Yeah, we got some hot takes. Trey Blossman and I are going to talk about NFL refereeing, officiating, replay review, sky judge, spotting the ball. Can you question the integrity of the game? Is it affecting the overall quality of the National Football League? Trey and I have some strong takes. You don't want to miss that. We're going to get into a lot of different things, possible solutions. We've got a lot of really good takes, really good angles coming up for you. At the tail end, Trey will talk a little bit about the NBA. The New Orleans Pelicans on a little rough stretch right now. He'll hit up on that. And then we kind of drift back towards some uh, football stuff as well. So good stuff on this episode of Sports Takes. Please share this podcast with all of your friends. If you'd like to bet on college football or the NFL, check out the website, meatandpotatoesusa.com. You buy a pick. If it's not a, pick, a winner, you get your money back. They're sports consultants. It's not a gambling site. You buy a pick. If it hits, bingo, you made a lot of money. If it doesn't, you get your money back or a choice. You can have the option to get more free picks. But check it out. It explains itself. There's a How It Works tab, meatandpotatoesusa.com, available on the smartphone, the laptop, the computer top, the tabletop, any kind of top you got, meatandpotatoesusa.com. Let's hear a message from our podcast host, Anchor, Then we'll be back. We'll be joined by Trey Blossman. It's time for Sports Takes, and we got some hot takes for you. I'm Tommy Chrysan, and you are listening to Talking Sports with TK. Stay tuned. We continue with Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan, about to be joined by Trey Blossman as we give you another episode of Sports Takes. We've been doing this a long time through the radio world for decades, actually, and then jumped into the podcast world in the last four or five years like everyone else, and we got some interesting takes for you today. Trey Blossman, good afternoon. How are you? Tommy, I'm doing well, thank you. All right, good. We want to start off, you and I talk off the air quite frequently, and I think most of the listeners know that. The NFL, on and off over the last decade plus, we have talked about refereeing, officiating, instant replay, et cetera, and everything that falls under that category. Well, here in the last several weeks, there have been more situations that have surfaced and the NFL has a problem. I think they know they have a problem. I don't think they know what they need to do to fix it, but something has to happen this offseason. Maybe a lot of things have to happen, but the NFL, you're never going to get perfection when human beings are involved. I get that, but they got to do better than they're doing. The NFL referee problem. Trey, start off with some of your takes. Well, Tommy, you and I have been talking about this for a long time. And instead of getting better, it gets worse. And I think it hit a crescendo last weekend. I mean, there's a lot of teams complaining about what happened last weekend. And in some games, both teams are complaining. And that's why it's really bad. Uh, Something has to happen. You and I have discussed some things they could do. Uh, I've talked about a GIS system, a grid on the field, and points on either end of the football to know exactly where the football should be placed. The whole measuring for a first down is a farce, Tommy. You know, a play may end and 
an official, the linesman comes in and puts his foot down, and then a guy 25 yards away in the middle of the field is trying to put the ball down where the guy put his foot down 25 yards away. And then they bring out a silly chains when they measure, and somebody might be off an inch or two short of a first down, and they spot the ball in a ridiculous way on the first three down. I, I don't get that, number one. Number two, this started with Des Bryant a long time ago. The NFL still doesn't know what a catch is and what a catch isn't, and they really need to figure that out. I think we, as you have mentioned, they need to put additional uh, officials on the field, maybe two more officials. I've talked about what the Canadian League has, and their officiating is so much better. They've got a guy that can stop play at any time if the ball was spotted wrong, if a targeting penalty was missed, if he sees anything that's wrong, he buzzes down and the game stops until they get it right. And it's very quick. It doesn't take a five-minute commercial break for somebody to determine if the catch was good or if the ball carry across the line to gain, as they now call it. Uh, that's a silly term anyway. Uh, I'm just disgusted with the officiating, Tommy. I know the Redskins are. Uh, there's a questionable call in the Oakland Raider game that gave them a win. Kansas City's angry about a penalty that was called that shouldn't have been called. Uh, and many, many catches are in dispute, Tommy. And I think the first thing they need to do is figure out what the hell a catch is and go from there. But there's much, much room for improvement. And if they don't start making it, they're going to lose viewers. And they're going to lose gamblers. And if they lose gamblers, they're going to lose more viewers. I agree. Now, first thing, I'm going to kind of go in the order of what you talked about, spotting the ball, okay? Again, this uh, accentuates my thing. I have two more refs on the field, but these refs cannot spot the ball. They're not fast enough. They're not quick enough. The odds of the ref being within two yards either way of where the ball goes down is less than 50% on each play. And there have been countless times. We've texted back and forth about it, but countless times – when the spot of the ball, I don't mean a matter of inches, but a matter of feet, two feet, two and a half feet, that it's not correct. And, you know, and that matters. And these guys are in a multi-billion dollar business for one purpose, to win games and win a Super Bowl. Okay. Coaches get fired when they don't win games. Players get caught. Assistant coaches get fired. I mean, it, it impacts a lot of people when there's changes in any position on the field or in the coaching staff or in the front office and they can't spot the football. That would go back to what you said about a grid and some type of chip in the football that would tell you exactly where it was supposed to be. And then they could use that same grid to measure for first downs. You want to keep the chains there for kicks and giggles and to have it there for people to look at, and you can put the fake yellow line on the field for the viewer, I'm good with that. But get the damn call right, because these refs are not agile enough. They don't have the skill set of these athletes to correctly spot the ball. Now, granted, I've been on the sidelines for an NFL game. Not recently, but I have been many times back, you know, years ago covering the Saints. Most human beings don't have any idea how big and fast and strong these guys are on the NFL field, and that field is small when you put 22 of these type athletes on it. It's a small area, and they can cover it every inch of it, okay? But uh, it's just 
I don't know. They got to get it right. You hit that nail on the head near the end of your your thing with you know you're going to lose viewers, you're going to lose gamblers, and gamblers. I don't know the percentage of people watching the game that gamble on it. I'm going to guess sixty to eighty percent, and that's I was, pure. I was, I was going to say at least half, Tommy. Yeah, I, I, yeah. That's purely a guess. Pure, and I'm even talking about the person that put five bucks on the little office square pool thing. Okay, yeah, that's still gambling. Five dollars is still gambling if you putting your money up with a chance to win more or a chance to lose that's gambling i don't care if it's five dollars in the old office friendly neighbor down the street hey i i'm gonna bet you lunch on this well you bet well, lunch today is about twenty dollars ahead about anywhere you go if you want anything decent to eat so <laughs> i mean it's all gambling and I, I think it's i think it's, it's between 60 and 80 percent and again that's a that's a broad window so I'll narrow it. I'll say 75% of the people watching are gambling on the game. Because here's the thing, Trey. If you have two teams playing, okay, let's just be arbitrary here. Let's use the two teams that played last night, the L.A. Rams and the Green Bay Packers. Sure, surely there's a lot of Packer fans watching, and they bet. There's a lot of Rams fans watching, and they bet. Either way. But then anybody else watching, it's because they bet on the game. Or their favorite team is playing the Packers the next week, or the two teams are fighting out for a spot in the standards. Now, so that, I think it's seventy-five percent. And again, that's purely a guess. TK has no data to support that. It's purely a guess. And I have been a sportscaster for over thirty years, so maybe the guess is a little better than some people's guess. Now, you mentioned Canada doing a great job, and you watch a lot of Canadian football. I don't. The Sky Judge—that's a term that's been used by the NFL for about five years now. That's what Canada has. I don't know what they call it, but they got a guy that's got the ability to say, hey, that ball should not be on the 20-yard line. It should be a foot and a half short of the 20-yard line or targeting or, you know, whatever it might. Yeah, the guy did signal a fair catch. Now, the, the opponents of replaying everything, and I, Ronnie Rance and I got into discussion on our YouTube and, and Facebook video this morning. He says it'll slow the game down. And right now, going into last weekend, the average NFL game was three hours and two minutes. And that's just perfect for their liking because of television purposes. Okay? Tommy, let me let me interject. Here. Go ahead. They, ch- they changed the whole way the clock works. You know, used to be the ball went out of bounds, the clock stopped. They ended that all in an attempt to make games be over within three hours. I, I don't – I'm not going to not watch a game because it lasts three hours and 40 minutes. A lot of college games last four hours. People don't tune out. Uh, I don't know how much pressure the networks put on the NFL to shorten their game, but Hey, the networks want the broadcast rights. The NFL can dictate how long games last. And again, let's get it right. Let's not worry about getting a game over in three hours. I agree with that. I'm in that group that says, look, I'm not looking at my watch saying, oops, three hours is up. I, I got to go load the dishwasher. I'm not right, in that group. Right, okay. Right, right. I'm not in that group. I'm especially, especially if a, I bet on the game, I'm not in that group or B, if I have any other kind of interest or skin in the game, look, I don't fan, care. Fa- fantasy football, whatever. You know? Well, that's a whole other avenue because fantasy football is gambling. If you pay twenty five dollars to enter the fantasy league, winner gets five hundred dollars in a year. You're, that's gambling, whether you know it or not. That's gambling, okay? So that that even solidifies my seventy five percent number, and it could even be higher than that. My my guess of seventy five percent. So I don't know, but I ain't worried about. But they're worried about the game. But they they should hold the poker chips in the negotiation with TV to say. 
you know, too bad that this thing is averages three and a half hours because there's always the other side of the coin. You have games that move quicker. You know, you have those 14 to 10 games, not a lot of penalties, and both teams running the ball a little bit more than normal, and it's going to be over in two hours and 46 minutes. So it'll be offset, just like baseball is offset with the quick game versus the long game. But the NFL's really got – I think they got to buckle down in the offseason and come up with something. I don't know if, you know, my idea of more refs on the field is the solution. I don't think it's a bad idea, but they got to come up with something. Or the biggest thing that will happen is what you said, Trey. No, two big things. One, what you said, you're going to lose viewers, you're going to lose fans. Or, as Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk said on the Dan Patrick Show this morning, you're going to have people to start to question the integrity of the game. Is it rigged or is it not? Now, that's been around. People say that, you know, they've said that for decades when there's been a close call or two, all right? But if they start, if anybody starts thinking or that idea permeates anymore that the, it's rigged or that they, you know, they don't want one team to beat a certain other team, then you got championship wrestling which was a total joke as legendary New Orleans sportscaster Buddy Diliberto used to say, wrestling's not a sport because there's no line on it in Las Vegas. <laughs> so that was his, his famous accurate line, very accurate line by the late great Buddy D in New Orleans. Um, but anyway, I, I, I ain't smart enough no to answer, but the NFL's got the money to put the smart enough people in a room and come up with an answer and keep the game whole and don't worry about how long it is. I guarantee you if you pour truth serum down any head coach or any of the 53 players on the field, they'd want to know that the call is correct. If it's overturned and made correct, or if it's validated that it is correct, they'd rather know that than have to wonder or talk about it all day on a Monday. Absolutely. hundred percent, Tommy. Look, the Redskins, and I still call them the Redskins, they're wearing Redskins uniforms. They just changed the little logo on the helmet. The Redskins and the Giants the other night, they were sixth and seventh in the playoff hunt. If the Redskins won, they stayed sixth and opened the gap. If the Giants won, they flipped. So the Giants move up to sixth. At the end of that game, Tommy, with the game on the line, there was an incredibly questionable no-call pass interference where the receiver – for uh, I think it was Curtis Samuel for the Giant for the Redskins got mugged in the end zone and it wasn't called and on the next play they called a highly questionable again two bad plays in a row for the officials a highly questionable illegal formation penalty where they called a receiver I think it was uh, McLaurin I'm not sure who it was but he called him off off the line of scrimmage in the backfield he had looked at the damn linesman to ask him if he was in a position okay, and the linesman gave him a thumbs up, and then they threw the flag. I mean, what more can a player do but ask the official if he's in the proper position, and then the official tells him yes and then throws a flag? What the hell's going on with that? That, well, that was absolutely crazy stupid, okay, and the videotape does not lie. However, I will say this. If you're an NFL wide receiver, you should know how to be able to line up prior to the snap. Okay, I just took my two cents. I've seen many a 12 year old youth football team that could line up and snap the ball. And of course, you've seen the ones that can't. But come on, NFL, you should be able to know how to line up. Uh, <clears throat> but, you know, that opens. Well, Tommy, let, let me interject again. How many plays do you see offensive tackles 
a yard and a half off the ball with no penalty called. Almost well, that, every play a team's going to pass, those tackles are a step back off the line of scrimmage, and it never gets called. Well, the reason they do it, they flank themselves, and, and according to the rule, if their helmet is within four inches of the center's hip, they're considered to be on the line. But some of these, these guys, they practice this all week long, okay, for that third and 12. Everybody knows they're passing. Everybody knows the other team's blitzing because – it is a game of inches. It's a game of Mike of half inches, and and they want to get try to get an advantage. So, and, and again, I'm not defending the the wide receivers or the tackles on that, but again, it questions the integrity of the game. It doesn't make the straight out question, but if you start piling it all together, it might be like you know what championship wrestling event is this? You know, uh, so they they got a lot of work to do, and hopefully they can do it. And again, I'll repeat. They will never achieve perfection because human beings are involved. So that's just not going to happen. But you got to get closer to perfection than what they have because, A, the videotape doesn't lie. And when you're sitting at home looking at your 60-inch HD TV and you can see that the ball came out as a fumble and they don't overturn it because it's conclusive evidence, it's a bunch of crap, okay? That, that, that they, they, You can't fool the people like you could do 40 and 50 years ago and just say, hey, he fumbled the ball. You had to believe it back then. You had no way to see the other side, you know. So, I don't know. Craziness at its best. Trey Blossom, before we wrap it up, a couple of words on the NBA and the New Orleans Pelicans. Well, Tommy, the Pelicans were on a hot streak. They took over first place in the NBA West. And since then, they've lost four games. And look, teams are going to lose games. But they blew a 12-point third-quarter lead at Utah and then had a total meltdown. I think they blew a 24-point lead at Phoenix. You're going to lose games. You're going to particularly lose games on the road. But this team needs to grow and learn how to protect 24-point second-half leads. Uh, Granted, Brandon Ingram's been out for a while, and certainly the team will improve when he gets back. And and they are young with a couple of exceptions, Uh, Valanciunas and – Oh, I'm brain dead. The, the guard that came from Portland. McCollum. Uh, McCollum, CJ. You know, those guys are veterans, but the rest of the team is very young. and They, they need to grow mentally and get more mentally tough and learn how to not blow those leads. Now, that lead is not safe in the NBA, but you need to learn how to make it safe. And the I think the Pelicans will learn that. They're an improving team. They tasted first place and then got bit slapped. So let's see how they respond to that moving forward. Trey Blossom, a little bit later this week, we'll have some bowl game picks, some NFL picks. NFL, I think they said uh, every game Sunday was a one-score game at some point in the fourth quarter, uh, or, or, or all the games but one was. So that's it, hard on the handicappers. It's hard on the touts. It's hard on people like us that have been picking games for a long time. Makes it difficult. But like I said, you know, same thing with that, the, the ending of that Patriots Raiders game when, you know, that game, that touchdown pushed it over. Okay. No, no, I take, I back it up. That, that was a whole nother story. When the Packers knelt on the ball last night on the goal line, had they scored or put the game over, but they knelt on it leading by 12 with a minute and 38 to go. 
And it was talking about, hey, man, if you had to over, you had to be mad. I always say, well, if you had to under, you're doing cartwheels down the middle of the street. Because you, you and for every bad beat, there's a good win. I'm tired of this bad beat thing. There's always a good win on the other side of a bad beat. Somebody had it. I mean, not everybody placed the exact same wager. You can't tell me that. No, that's, that's a hell of a good point, Tommy. Look, uh, it, it, it's difficult. You talk about picking games. It's difficult enough to pick games without them being influenced by the officials. And I think that's the point of this whole podcast today. Uh, Officials are affecting game outcomes, and that's unacceptable. You mentioned perfection and how it's impossible to reach perfection. They damn well should strive for it, though, Tommy. Yes, they should strive for perfection, and they don't. They don't. That's the key. Trey Blossman will drop an episode last week. Everybody stay tuned with with uh, Talking Sports with TK. And don't forget the website, meatandpotatoesusa.com, if you like to bet on college football or the NFL. Trey, you have a good day. Thank you, Tommy.